0: It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron.
2: The Seminole Headlines begins right now. It's Florida State-Miami week. That's a good thing. Got my boys in studio. There's Ira. There's Corey. Here we go. This hour brought to you, as always, by our friends at Register Sausage.
1: Yay, sausage! Did you see my uh, Halloween tweet? I did. Was I pretty, like it. It's pretty funny. A guy walking through our neighborhood for, with his uh, kids trick-or-treating asked if we were giving away register sausage, which now I feel like I had this remorse for the, like the next 2 hours. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Man, why not sh- you? I should have had yeah. some registers cooked up. In like little prepackaged. Man, well, I'm stopping at know. your house if you do that. That's you, yeah. crazy. Kids love
3: andy wheat Yeah. Do you think you, yeah.
1: do, do you think he wanted it like just in the package, pre like not no. me? No. Or do you want? No, I want to prepare it, yeah, eat it. it yeah. cooked
3: right straight off the grill.
1: Some jambalaya with some the, Halloween jambalaya. Whoo. Scoop that in your bag. People would be. uh The word would get out quickly. You'd have the most popular joint in the uh, neighborhood by far. Registermeats.com is the website. Register sausage is the best sausage you can get, especially if you're in this part of the country. And if you are in Florida or in the southeast, the greater southeast, you can go into your local grocery store, ask for it politely. And if they don't have it, you know, it's time to stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself and your community. Get that registered sausage in that store. And if you live outside of the region, you can have it delivered even to Alaska. And uh, you will love it. It's fresh. It's delicious. Perfect. For a big game like Miami this week. And he week. needs
3: to have a good promo code when they beat the Canes this weekend. Oh, it's yeah. to be something. They throttle the
1: Canes
2: this weekend. Exploit didn't, an offensive line that's got a lot of woes. Didn't he do a Van I think he did Van Spike as did. a promo code yeah. last yeah. year. So, yeah, yep. a beautiful quality. thing. All right, so, you know, we're, we've, we've gotten to this game now off of a, a resounding win and one that uh, you get excited about in terms of everybody being healthy. Florida State is in a good position right now, I would think. I'll ask you guys. You are at practice today. How do they look? Everybody feeling good? Everybody all right? Fabian love it. We know is healthy. Mm. Everybody seems okay. I, I I'm a little worried about a uh, couple guys, but if if we're healthy, I think most people expect. Certainly Vegas does
1: that. Florida State's going to have their way on Saturday against Miami. Well, I mean, even Norvell said today. You know, nobody. There are a lot of guys who are not like healthy, healthy, and won't be the rest of the season. Sure, they just um, got to figure. They, out they just got to play it. through it. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing to me is the defensive front and the offensive line. I think the offensive line is is going to be. I think it's going to be the group we've been seeing. And then defensive line, they're getting healthier, man. You know, I think Verse seems like he's back to his old self again. Love it played in that game, came through it. It sounds like came through it fine. Had a, somebody stepped on his toe or something, but but I think he's fine. Um, and then you got you know, I think Jared Jackson was able to play last Saturday. Malcolm Ray. So I think that defensive line is is back to the group you started the season with, with the addition of a couple guys who have shown that they can play. That now kind of give you more depth as well.
2: Cool opportunity, get a second straight win over Miami if you're Norvell. I mean, at the end of the day, we we've talked, all three of us have. I think every Florida State fan has the expectation being these five games, four and one, five and zero, oh, something along those lines. You get this one rather easily, but you got to get this one. It's a big yeah. one, and and you got to get this one for a lot of reasons. But one of them is recruiting, uh, and let's add to their woes. Uh, would you you know if you're Norvell, a chance to win two straight over Miami would be huge. And then I think the other thing is we've watched Miami play. Yeah. I mean, let's just, just call it for what it is. We've watched Miami play. Whether it's Middle Tennessee State going up and down the field
3: on them. With Van Dyke at quarterback, yeah, yeah,
2: Relatively easy. Whether it's Duke blowing their ass out there. Whether it's them unable to score a touchdown against Virginia, who's terrible. You name it. There haven't been performances from Miami that make you feel like this is a game that Florida State could lose and anybody would accept that. It's a rival and they're playing terrible. You have a chance now. You're probably healthier than you've been in a while to go down there and execute and, and dominate a game.
3: Yeah, there's really no excuse when you look at it, right? Like I, I thought, you know, we talked before the Georgia Tech game, like if he'd have lost that game, buddy, the the writing would have been on the wall and we'd have been all pushing him out the door almost. Uh, I'm not there with this game, but I'm kind of close to it. Like you, you, It's such a bad look if you go down there and don't play well and lose this game. It's a first-year head coach, a, a team that is reeling. You're playing, you know, well, not, I don't know if we say well, you're one and three in your last four, but you've proven, oh, there's a bug on the screen. Um, you've proven that you're a Good football team, man. Not great, not elite, but you're good. Yeah. You're top twenty-ish, yeah. top twenty-five-ish. Um, so go down there and play like it. And if you don't, that's a bad look, man. Because that's not a good Miami team, and that won't be a that won't be nineteen ninety two Orange Bowl crowd either. <laughs> it, it won't be playing the Darth Vader theme, and it'll <laughs> for be your playing life. it. Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, yeah. I would expect. Look. If you can go out and play well, and you know the the one downside to the last blowout win over Georgia Tech is they were extremely sloppy in some situations again, and that's frustrating coming off a bye. Ira and I talked about it yesterday. I know you've written about it. We've all given our opinion about that. At the end of the day, they did win lopsided. But you do worry in a rivalry game that if you're not buttoned up and you do mess up opportunities early in a game, Miami doesn't have a lot to feel good about right now, but they'll be up for a rivalry yeah. game. And if
1: you give them a give reason them to hope. believe, then you could be in for a war. Well, I mean, we saw that a year ago when Miami came here. I mean, Miami was not supposed to beat – Florida State was not supposed to beat that Miami team, right. but they did. Things can happen in any game, but certainly in a rivalry game. So, yeah, Florida State's got to go play well. Um, I Again, as we talked about yesterday, I just don't put a lot of correlation from what happened against Georgia Tech into this game. Because again, just a few weeks ago, we saw them play great and sharp against Boston College and dispatch them and then come back and not play well a week later against Wake Forest. I think every game you, is on its own.
3: But don't you? I mean, I think the, the I just wasn't surprised by what they did against Georgia Tech in the first quarter because they don't convert fourth downs and they have been bad in the red zone. And that happened again. It's like, well, yeah, that's what this right. team does. But after that, they rebounded and they scored every time they were in the red zone, they converted their only other fourth down. But, um, You know, you look at this team, and what what can be frustrating about it is I I legitimately think from 20 to the 20, or from your five to the 20, it's one of the 10 best offenses in the country. It's great. It it puts up great numbers. It's 16th in total offense. PFF has it as the number eight offense in the country overall, efficiency wise. But they're 16th or 15th in the nation in in total offense and 48th in scoring offense. That's where you want to see, you got to take advantage of those opportunities better. But there will be a mistake or two against Miami. We know it. That's what this team is. But I also think their offense is good enough and dynamic enough now to perhaps overcome it. Yeah, I don't know that you can have a 10-point swing when you're at the one and then you give them a, a field goal because of a crazy fumble. But when I watch this offense now, what it did against Clemson for the majority of that game, what it did this game, I was like, man, this is, what, this is a very, very good offense, almost a great offense. It's the best offense Miami has seen. Right? Thing, not even close, probably. Well, North Carolina's right? offense Oh, yeah, yeah that's is, right. North Carolina's good, is good yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> Don't sleep on stock still, baby. Yeah. yeah, um,
1: yeah I, I I will be very surprised if Florida State's offense doesn't have a lot of success. Now, I thought that against the Wake Forest that going into Wake Forest. I thought I could you could bank on the offense doing well. And the question for me was what would the defense do? This to me, I'm kind of in the same situation where I know Miami's offense is not any good, but I'm actually putting the onus on Florida State's defense To set the tone and not give them any hope. Yeah. Because if you just that's an offense that has struggled for weeks and weeks and weeks. If you just play passive and let them complete passes and get going, now you could be in a shootout. And now your offense is playing on the road in a shootout. That's not a good situation. And all of a sudden
3: that offense that should have no confidence at all for anything would have some confidence. So I'd like
1: I'd like to see them dictate terms a little bit more. We it's something we've all been asking about for all season with this defense, but really I think it's important in this game. There's two reasons to believe the red zone offense will actually be
2: better in this game. And one of them is their field goal kicker is now proven he can make kicks. Yeah, that so helped. let's just start yeah. with that. That's the first thing, is that Fitzgerald is making kicks and he looks confident... I know no, most of the time we don't pay attention to extra points, but with that kid I do, sure. And he's hitting them. I mean, yeah, he's hitting them. they look looks, like yes, college kicks. Yeah, they look yeah. like he knows. And then, yeah. of course, he made his kick. So that's a big plus to believe that you don't always have to go for it. You don't have to call plays with the mindset that I'm going to have to go for it on fourth and eight from the 20. I can kick a field goal, you know? Yeah. So that's important. And then the other reason that I think they'll be better in the red zone, and one of the reasons that they have struggled in the red zone, when the field shortens, obviously, you don't have that threat of the over the top. But that's why they have to run so many weird things that they do because they they have a hard time blocking in a condensed area. But if you run Jordan, that changes everything. They did not run Jordan against Georgia Tech at all. Zero. They weren't going to run it. He didn't have one attempt, Right. I don't think. They will let him run against Miami. It's a rivalry game on the road. Use his legs. Change the math. Go win. Go score. Go do this. So I think those two things mean that Florida State will be far more efficient in the red zone. I would argue that Florida State will be far more in the red zone, uh, far more efficient in the red zone, in every game this year, except for maybe Louisiana Lafayette, who they will tell him not to run against or something. The other three, all all games that you got to win, and if it's close, you got to tell Jordan to run. Right. I mean, it's got to be part of the game plan.
3: Yeah,
2: um, they did run him against Clemson. They said unleash the beast. did NC State, they did. Of course, they did, and, and so I and, think
1: you will hear. And it was funny. I saw today at practice. I heard Norvell make a comment to Johnny Wilson. It was a play where it was just, it was a kind of not not a fade, but it was kind of a jump ball to Johnny Wilson. And, and Norvell said to him, "Hey, mer- make sure the co- make sure the quarterback knows he needs to p- put it in a place where you've got a chance to make the play." If, so when you are going to throw fades to Johnny Wilson, they just have to be better than the ones that <laughs> you, you throw. Be better in the executed, yeah. So you know, I mean, again, I think there's a lot of weapons they have in the red zone. Not only Jordan's running ability, but his ability to put the defense in conflict by presenting run and then throwing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you Oh, you, you roll can him out and let him have a decision? Yeah. With him at quarterback and some of the weapons they have, they should be a great offense in the red zone, and I think that can be there – It just hasn't happened yet, and the kicker's a big part of it, too. Yeah, and and again, that's where some people, we've talked about
2: some of the red zone issues and some of the silliness that we've seen this year. It's Some of the games, they've just been really reluctant to run. Jordan, it's a long season. He did get banged up earlier in the year against Louisville. You're trying to be careful. Well, now's not the time to be careful. I mean, you, you only have these four games remaining. What the hell are we doing here? Go out and win the games. I mean, this changes the outlook of your program. It changes everything about the way the fans, boosters, supporters feel about the program and what's possible for you in recruiting, the type of bowl you go to, all of it. And so I I do think all bets are off now. You just you ante up and get after it. And I would imagine that they will. Uh, and, and, And for that reason, I'm very excited about the game. I'm excited about the game because I do think Florida State is immensely improved and Miami continues to fade.
3: Yeah, this is a good
2: time for this that's game to why, be played. Uh,
3: well, we had a text exchange on Saturday, but what 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 excited me about Saturday wasn't just that Florida State did what they did offensively, but you saw what Syracuse was like. That's not a good Notre Dame team, and I know it's completely different teams and offenses, but Syracuse kind of is who we thought yeah. they might be. They're, yeah, they're not certainly great. beatable. They're not great. Florida State's not great. It'll be a close game. Then you saw what Miami did at Virginia not scoring a touchdown. Um, this was before Florida got blown out by Georgia, but we all saw that coming anyway. It's like, okay, now 5-0 and o is realistic to yeah. we'll close this bad boy out. In fact, I, I dare say you might be disappointed. Even if they go 4-1, and one, you're going to be probably pretty darn disappointed mm-hmm. after whatever that one is. Now, if they go 3-2, and two, some wheels have come off. But I, I just think this offense, I, th- it was the biggest question mark I had coming into the season. I, probably all of us did. We thought the defense would be okay, and it is. But this offense is averaging 108 more yards per game than it did last year. I don't know that Florida State's ever had a jump like that in the history of the program. Um, It is now a top 15, top 20-ish offense in the country after last year it was 70th. So when you look ahead at the rest of this schedule, they go into every game with the best offense, and they go into every game with the best quarterback. Really not even close. Maybe the Richardson kid uh, running Anthony, around. And when he has a good yeah. day, he can be good. He can be electric yeah, when he he's playing. He can be really well. good. Yeah. But Jordan Travis is really good and you've got you, you've got balance. You're running for 200 yards on everyone and you've got a, a guy that can throw it. This is a this is a really good well, offense if it could just hammer out the dumb stuff. And, but that's and, a big if.
1: And on top of that though, the Where you've got Miami and Florida right now, the stories you hear out of both of those teams, Florida just kicked their linebacker, or their linebacker just left the team. Leading tackler. Yeah. He just got kicked off the team. Miami's had issues all year with stuff going on behind the scenes. Those two programs are where Florida State was three years ago when Mike Norvell got here. Maybe not as low, because I don't think they had gone through quite as much as FSU did with three head coaches in 24 months. But they're going through that transition period, so to your point, man, You've got to get these wins this year because
3: yeah, they, they can write the ship. They can yeah. fix
1: things pretty quickly. Yeah. this is your opportunity. You need to win these games this year. You make the impression
2: on the recruits that are undecided yeah. which of the big three are moving forward in a, in a in a way that is you know portends of good things to come. If Florida State finishes this season. God forbid, you know, nine and three, ten and three with a bowl win. And those two programs both lose to Florida State and are scuffling, it makes the decision a lot easier, I think, or certainly it makes the sell job a lot easier for this staff. Hey, we're the ones who are out in front, guys. We're the ones who are already to, to take hold and listen the fact that you've played Clemson close back to back years as well there is a sense that you're very close to now certainly elevating to your place to the second best team in the Atlantic and you're not that far away from where Clemson resides right so
1: there's a lot of positive to sell in the coming weeks but only if you go get the wins yeah because these these two games your other your two big rivalry games you're not going to get any credit for being close we're playing well Absolutely and losing not because both of those programs have sh- we've seen what they are. Yeah. yeah, and they're in their first year under a coach. Well, just plan. like
3: we didn't give him credit last year for almost beating Florida. I mean, or losing by three. Right. No, man, that was no, that was right. an awful, that was his worst loss of the year besides Jacksonville State. That was a horrible yeah. loss. Well, and they lost the, composure before yeah, the game ever started, all that. which was so not we, a good we, look. There will no be no excuse making if you go down there and don't play well because you should. You're a better team than they are.
2: That's exciting. That's a hell of a way to come out the gates, boys. Similar headlines: ninety-three-three. Real talk. Radio War Chai TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, Headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football.
1: you going to yeah. sing?
3: I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I know. I I'm, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something we've agreed free. upon?
1: Completely free. Oh yeah, I mean, get all the chicken, not, and on shrimp. shrimp, and everything.
3: But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what what we do like? I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. Your chicken sandwich is on point. Like it's as good as there yeah, is in it's the, the in the game. The thing it's called. 38 chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so I, like it. I like it.
2: But I always they, get the sun. What is it? Sunset or sunrise shrimp? It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. That's what I was going to It's say. Really that's, good. Yeah. You
1: get it in the tacos? I do. I get it. and whole, we get it as an appetizer. That's right. We it do. is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great it beer selection, surprises. great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during done. football Beautiful. season.
3: We've had celebrations at Horizons before? We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because that's we're real, at Horizons. That is really the draw. Yeah. Is on, the draw. We on. might be there, folks, and I was going to say I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have been there for brunch. But you got the NFL season. Coming right around the corner. It's gonna be by your listen to this, it might have already started. Go there for brunch and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons?
1: It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman back there in that plaza. You know who's what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is?
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm well, not doing almost it. Got man. Almost got him. Uh, All right. Right. Ho 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 horizons <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs>
0: Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, I get giddy
2: whenever it is Florida State-Miami week. I lose uh, a lot of my objectivity because I get antsy for the game to be played just to, to be able to yell and scream and cheer and all that. That's This is the rivalry for me. But, I, but this year, there, there's a balance a little bit with my antsiness between fandom and in real curiosity, uh, Florida State, I think, potentially, if they go down and play well early, could stomp Miami. And I love the idea of just beating Miami's ass in that stadium. I know
3: you do, Don. Oh, buddy. I know you do. It's
2: orgasmic. Mm. I mean, the idea Ooh. of Miami being on the wrong end of a
3: throttling before all whatever half-filled stadium that is. Oh, buddy. I'm not saying that's the only time that word has been used in the history of this show, Steve, but it's got to yeah. be tough. Man. Maybe one other time. That's not a word that we throw we around. We don't throw around. it around. not like Hilly. Jermaine. We uh, used to throw Jermaine uh, out all the time, no, no. not, not is, orgasmic. In this sense, it is Jermaine to the conversation. It, it is. is, is, <laughs> it very, is.
2: It, it's a big deal. So I, I just I hope when you have opportunities to do that, there are few and far between. I just want those, those moments to stand out. Because those those last forever. I mean, I can remember, you know. Obviously, we go back. Was it forty-seven nothing against Miami here yeah. and dancing before the kickoff, yeah. and it was yeah. like just humiliating for Miami. they to wear them out. into the goalposts. Slam post. them into the goalpost. They just had to wear that. Just, just help yeah. helpless. We're helpless to do anything about it. I this feels like maybe they're close
1: to quitting in that way. It's a game where man, I really think you need to get out early, like Agreed. we were talking about. Agreed. I mean, because. Again, the longer that goes on, their season has been a disaster by all accounts. There's no there's no measurement where this season has been good for them because of who they, they
3: were, who they hired, the quarterback they had coming back, the quor- yeah. you
1: you brought back. They were picked to win the division, the coastal, yeah. yes, and, and they brought back one of the best quarterbacks in the country. His season's been a disaster. The coaching staff they're getting questioned constantly about the coaching staff he hired. Uh, they've got issues in that locker room. I mean, there's kids on that team who are highly talented kids coming out of high school who have been terrible. Jalen Knight was a guy that Florida State had committed, and everybody, I mean, he was a big time prospect. He's been awful for them. Up and down the lineup, it's been one disappointment after another. You know, though, that if they get in a game with Florida State and it's a game, that it becomes their Super Bowl. like This is a chance for them to to right all those wrongs, and maybe they come together. Even if they're not together right now, maybe that brings them together. So, man, again, Florida State, this is a game where you cannot come out and play down to the competition. I think Miami was top Twenty coaches poll, top
2: fifteen AP poll, something like that. Yeah, and they had expectations, very high
1: expectations. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so many. They uh, have failed miserably. That secondary Mm. was supposed to be a great secondary. It's been bad. Uh, I mean, the defensive lines is a good defensive line. That's legit. Yeah. Um, But there were so many things about that team that were supposed to be really good, and it is all. Way underperformed. It, and it starts with
2: happens. the quarterback. It starts yeah. with the quarterback, who we all saw last year. Those last five games or so, I thought, well, we got a problem on our hands because that kid's about to be really good. But you lose your offensive coordinator, you bring in your guy from Michigan, which everybody went it's kind of a strange hire. Gaddis, what, what what did he do at Michigan that caught your eye? And they've looked terrible. I mean, they've had a real hard time, and they don't have difference makers at wide receiver. So, come on now. I mean, and the
1: injuries they've had in the offensive line.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been a. It's a, it does shift pressure to what Corey was saying, though. It does, like when you are playing well and you've got a rival that's reeling and they've got some personnel issues, and you know that if you just go down and play well, you're going to be in good shape in the game. You do, you do worry. Now we worry. I don't, I yeah. don't know that coaches
1: and players think about it, but we worry. Like if you're rooting, if you have a rooting interest, and I do. Let me ask you that though. So if you go into a game like that where you feel like this is this is a Miami team that might be on the ropes, well, it is on the ropes, and you might be able to knock them out early. Mm-hmm. But if you do that, if you try for that knockout blow, you might create opportunities for them to make a play. You know, If, if you're overly aggressive on defense, that could yeah. lead to a situation where you give up a big play. On offense, if you try to go for some kill shots early, maybe that creates an opportunity for them to make a big play on defense. Do you play a conservative and just say, we're a better team and we're going to wear you down and beat you because we're a better team and we're, we have a better program in place? or do you go for that knockout blow early. You do what the film tells you. And and the good news is
2: this staff has done a really good job game planning based on what they discover in film. Like I would have never guessed when to come out and run outside zone against Clemson, but they saw something yeah. and said, "You know what? We can." And they did and they stuck with it and they really never wavered. And I, I think that's very impressive. I I really praise this coaching staff in particularly uh, in in one particular area. I do think they game plan well. I mean, even against NC State, they came out and game plan yeah, really well. They were ready for that game, seventeen to three. They're playing well now. It falls to pieces, and we could talk about some in-game problems. And the consistency of some of those in-game problems is what you and I were debating. Yeah. That stuff bothers me. You got to clean that up after eight nine weeks. We got to get that figured out.
3: Uh, they haven't though. <laughs> well, Just that's a little no, frustrating. No, <laughs> no COVID. <coincidence laughs> that bothers have. me. and That's a
2: fair criticism, is yeah, my point. Yeah, oh, of course. But I do think they game plan well. So whatever the tape tells them about Miami, that that that. Miami's susceptible in, in terms of our strengths against their weaknesses. That's what you do. And, and then if that means be patient and wear them down, then that's what it means. I, I don't think you're looking to try to drop 21 on them in two seconds. If it's possible, it'd be nice. But, you know, I, I think they'll stick and adhere to whatever game plan they think is What's necessary. What's the
3: number that you have to get to to win?
2: Oh, wow, I hadn't thought about that yet. It's early in the week, Corey. I know. We 30?
1: I would say 27. I was going to say 27. I don't know. That's yeah. that's where I was going to go. I mean, if Miami scores if more Miami than 27 this year, come on, man. bad news. Exactly. But,
3: again, Miami's offense is worse than Clemson's, but that's what was so frustrating about Clemson. If you had told me before the game you're going to put up 460 and 28 against Clemson, I'm like, well, right. Mike Norvell just got the biggest win of his career. But, no, Clemson did what they did to you. So, um, I, I just wonder um, what this this defense – there's just no reason for this offense to – put up a, a ton of points on this defense. No, just, but
2: you know what it speaks to something though. I think you're hitting at something. I don't think the three of us or anybody in this fan base truly trust this defense.
3: I don't think we yeah. trust them going into the game. And but we, we we now get to see it at its full capacity, right? And they're maybe, healthier than they've yes. been, that's helpful. So that should help. Um but yeah, no, I I don't trust it. You I don't trust it to be dominating. No, you know it, what's weird about it, but though, Virginia like, dominated them. Right. Duke forced eight turnovers. Florida yeah. State should at least be
1: somewhere in the middle there, and we'll see. Well, Duke didn't really force turnovers. Right. Jake Garcia just started throwing them the <laughs> and ball. they confused them. They, they confused <laughs> And, them. Then, You know, look, there's, you know, if it's if it's Jake Garcia versus Tyler Van Dyke, it's a completely different game. That's I mean, Van correct. Dyke is still a legit, a capable quarterback, quarterback. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, I guess the thing when I when I look at Florida State's defense, though, it feels like there have been times where they have been dominant. Like in parts of different games, like LSU for a long time in that game, they were yeah. dominant. That's about it, though. I mean, they well, dominated Boston DC. College, Boston College, Boston and, College and State and Georgia Tech. Yeah, there's been so, there have been these pockets yes. where it's like, man, not just the results, but like we talked about during the game on Saturday, some of the blitzes. It was like, man, that, that's a blitz with conviction. Yeah, it's well timed, and, and guys were hitting. You know, just like it. There have been times where they. It's almost like when they feel confident and they well, feel... If, they,
2: if there's blood in the water. Like right. They sense that's, it.
1: Like, let's go. That's when they're good. Yeah. But when they're tended, well, they do that they're on like the Wake road. Forest and and, and probably some degree Clemson. Louisville. They were, Louisville. They were just much more t- t- all three, timid. All three of those teams had a quarterback to do something about it. Yeah. And at least on that day, the Clemson
2: quarterback did something about it. Yeah. But if you think about Wake, obviously had a quarterback that could handle that. No problems. And Malik Cunningham yeah. can handle that, right? Mm-hmm. So some of those guys, they were, they were not equipped. I mean, I think Jerkovich knew he was a dead man walking with that offensive line. I mean, he he right. was looking to sh- his shell pretty he quick. He didn't want to be there, and I don't blame him. And I think Georgia Tech knew they were dead walking out on the field. That kid, what? Hey, Chris Winkie, what are we doing in practice? Well, You're looking how, at that guy. I, I, mean, I point. How, to did, you how did you not
1: play the? How did you not play the other guy? That's where I point. Yeah.
2: I mean, what are we doing, right? So, a few things there, but. Uh, yes, who plays quarterback will really matter on Saturday. Uh, if Miami doesn't have Van Dyke, then that's a huge advantage for
3: Florida State. I think everything about the film tells us that. If they, if they don't have Van Dyke, Florida State should win by three touchdowns, legitimately. Like the the Jordan Travis Jake Garcia matchup is as big a mismatch as yeah, Tebow versus Weatherford. Man, like it's, it's there, there's no mismatch, there's yeah. no competition right. there. You have one of the better quarterbacks in the country against a kid that doesn't do anything well offensively or hasn't yet. Other than turn the ball over, so they're in. Uh, you know, I know uh, Cristobal said they were optimistic. Uh, maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't because nobody gets to watch practice. But man, if if they roll Garcia out there, you have no business even being in the game in the fourth quarter. I would think, not. unless you give up a kick return. Well, but if you block, do dumb stuff like fumble on the one right, and allow
2: seventy go yards that back the other way, yeah. I
1: mean, those kinds of things—that's maddening. Yeah. I do think it's a good thing that Florida State won that game last year because. You know, back in the mid 2000s, when my, and this rivalry has always been streaks, you guys know it better yep. than I do. Oh, yeah. And in one of those streaks in the early two mid 2000s, Florida State in this game, even when they had the better team, felt like it was like they were waiting for something bad to happen. I yeah. don't know that this team will have that because, because there were a couple of games in that series, like where the, where Jared Payton would run for 150 oh, yards or I something. Oh, stop it. I- well, <laughs> those things would happen. Oh. Uh, you know, Kirby Freeman or somebody would have a good game. Brock bums, Berlin. Just bums Kirby all over Freeman the Kirby Freeman let him down the field oh. with like a yeah. few minutes yeah. to go to yeah. win a game. Yeah. So that's the, but I think at that point there was kind of a thing in some of the Florida State players' heads where they were waiting for something bad to happen. This roster is mostly new in terms of the last couple of years. It's, these are all guys that came in under Norvell. You know, They were there for that butt-kicking two years ago, but they beat that team last year. Yeah, And they beat them, and they came back from behind late to win that game. So I don't think you go into that game looking for ghosts is what I'm, my point is. Yeah, you're not seeing ghosts. You're right. not – yeah, you're not overly – listen. I, and because I, the way they play this.
3: And game. Fitzgerald's just itching for a chance to kick a game winner. <laughs> and we all
2: are eager to we see it. We know it's going to happen. Hey, yeah. I, I don't want – it. I won't be anywhere near the TV. If he's lining up to kick a game winner and we're trailing – I'll be in the bathroom. Oh, I'm, I'm walking outside. Yeah. I'm going to stare at the clouds, wonder what's happening in and my life. And just wait to see if you hear noises <laughs> yeah. from houses I'll, or I'll, something? I believe a, a you, a Ryan. There's a knoll across the street from me. There's a knoll
3: to the right of me. There's a knoll, two houses. You're going to be the, listening for I'll yells. I'll be
2: listening to those three houses very carefully. And what kind
3: of yells? Are they happy yells or are they oh, angry? Oh, yeah,
2: the, the anguished. Yeah, anguished yeah. yells of
1: the Befallin. A plain of whale. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, can't. I think <laughs> well I believe in Ryan. Well. well done. I believe. I believe. Hey, I'm I believe her. I brought him up earlier in the show. Yeah, I'm going to get a believe in Fitzy shirt.
2: Well, no, don't, let's go like, we I, let's don't go crazy. We don't need to be He's kicking made, field goals in Miami to win the game. Hey. What kind of game is this? Yeah, that it needs to be a field no. goal to
3: put him up by 24.
2: Yeah, like, oh, this is a chance to really rub it yeah, in. We're going to to win by
3: 30. Yeah. Give him some By the way, confidence. if you get
2: a chance, Mike Norvell, if it's a 27-point game with about two and a half to play, and we're on their 38 or whatever in his fourth, and like kick that field goal, you run it up 55-yarder. You, you want to right kick down 50, the heart? Yeah, flick him off afterwards. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wide Pull right. About a Mr. That. T at the press conference, and you're yelling at Balboa's wife. Hey, woman. This is yeah. You any of hey, you woman. kids you want to play for a real program? Come on over here. On the
1: Manning cast. On the damn towel. <laughs> <laughs> On the Manning cast a couple of weeks ago, I loved it. At the end of the game, it was the uh, Chicago-New England game, mm-hmm. and Chicago went in the victory formation down like the two-yard line, and Peyton Manning was so pissed. He's, he's like, like, punch like, it in! He's like, you have a chance to hang 40 on the Patriots in Foxborough? Do it. You hang 40 yeah. on the Patriots. Yeah, always. He was mad. He was so <laughs> mad. It was pretty cool.
2: Well, I think everybody who's well, and he that was yes, a rival for a long mission, time, yes. but, 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 I'm tech just, tech but I'm too. saying I, I appreciate that kind of conviction. Yeah. I'm like, do it, do it. And this rivalry? Yeah. You do it. You drop as many points as you can. I want to be. I want to recreate Spurrier between the hedges. What's the record here?
3: Yeah, what's the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's we'll tell me,
2: here. Just give tell me, me a number. Give me a number. What's yeah. the record here? Let's go. We're it. Yeah, you going.
3: did it with uh, a <laughs> Chris Thompson year where he had the back to back long touchdown yeah. run. Let's go. Just do, yeah, hit, have Rodney Hill hits an eighty yarder in the final two minutes. A beautiful thing.
2: Similar headlines. 93.3 three three. Real talk. Randy Warchant TV continues in just a moment.
0: Seminal headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark.
2: So, yeah, the race back to the number. I, I said we said twenty-seven. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think the
1: race is twenty-one. If you're that's talking about possible. what Miami can score, it, that that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah, but I would feel comfortable at twenty-seven. <laughs> You get to 27, I think you're going to
3: Well, win. and the thing is, is like people can look at what Miami did to Virginia because Miami does have a, a good defense, a decent defense, and a very good defensive line. Virginia can't make them pay at all for anything. Um, Florida State can. Like if you give that Florida, if, if that defense can get off the field and give Florida State two or three extra possessions that they didn't have against like NC State or teams that kept the ball awake for us, um, you know, yeah, you, the 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 low number should be 28 to 30 for this offense. I just think... It, they've done it against everybody they've faced. Yeah, I mean, every my... single defense they faced, other than one stretch against yeah. NC State in the second half, they have gone up and down the field. Now they haven't always converted that into but, points, but, but they go up and down the field on yeah. everyone.
1: I was disappointed the first half against Wake Forest. Yeah, um, but, but
3: six straight possessions without yeah. scoring there. Yeah. you can't can't. but that you can't was like the, that. the stupid. I mean, they they move the ball at times yeah. and then just have to go for it on fourth down and can't convert and that stuff.
1: Yeah, but the thing and the thing about you know Virginia is in the Virginia. I mean, they're 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 bad. They didn't score against <laughs> Georgia Tech the week earlier. No. You know, so that's not I mean you can't give all the credit to that to Miami's defense. Right. 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 Um
2: yeah. hey, I wonder where we're going to find out pretty early guys where Miami's heads at again. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that in a rivalry game such as this they'll have the the requisite spirit to fight for four right. quarters, but I don't know. We've seen when your team's down like the the capper for Willie here when they got down and Miami just did whatever they right. wanted. I mean, we knew that was it. And they weren't. They were going through the and motions. Brook didn't
3: bring him back like we thought he would.
2: Brook only took nine sacks
3: <laughs> that day, guys. Yeah. If,
2: but if I mean, they started the throwing right Just a really ugly. You're yeah. kind of like, oh, they they're bereft of hope, as yes. I like to say. I wonder where Miami is on that hope level. I mean, if Florida State gets up fourteen to nothing, and Miami's offense is once again dormant, right. yeah. I
1: mean, you can really is, see this thing. This is exactly the, the scenario in the Florida game last year. Because that's what would have happened against Florida if Jordan Travis doesn't get hurt and Emory is throwing the ball to Florida State and Jordan's punching it in and they would go up 21. Florida would have quit completely under an interim coaching staff. But Florida State put Mackenzie Milton in, and he just kept giving them the ball back. And then now Florida, at some point, they realized, you know what? We, can we win the hate game. these guys more yeah. than we hate each We're other. We're here. We right.
3: might as well win. that That's yeah. the only scenario And they scenario had some
2: physical to tools to do something about it, though, because it wasn't like the coach who had just been fired didn't recruit. They had some good players. Florida still has some good players. That's thats part of the problem with that game at the end of the but year. We'll Miami has some players,
1: too. Yeah, on uh, the defensive line. They yeah. don't have much at receiver. They don't have a ton at corner. They don't, they're the, the running back <laughs> had like 125 last week. The Parrish, I mean, yeah. he's not terrible. No, um, was that Roscoe's kid? Uh, no, I don't think. I don't. I uh, oh. could be wrong. He, he, I think he transferred in.
2: Well, bottom line is they haven't moved the ball up and down the field consistently, especially since you know uh, the Van Dyke injury is still something we're talking about. I, I don't, that receiving core early in the year either couldn't get open against most teams, and also when they did, they dropped the football a
3: lot. Yeah. Those numbers have not been good in any set of circumstances. They have the one kid that's had a couple big games, Colby Lewis. Uh, he's a big kid that's mm-hmm. made some plays, but yeah, they're not they're so not they transfer, anything special. The,
2: pro- the problem is though, and this gets back to us saying we don't trust the defense is that they like this defense is um, it's middling. It's had some good days, but it's kind of a middling group. You don't look at them as a dominant defense at all. But and that's part of the problem.
1: If the defensive line is as healthy as it's been since they got a shot. week one or two, because it looked pretty healthy. It looked pretty dominant against LSU until late in the game when LSU just started, letting, yeah. you know, they backed off and LSU just started running around at quarterback. Yeah, the um,
2: the defensive line in this game, if Fabian Love, what did he play? 20, 25. Many, 25. snaps. Him and Burst
3: both played 25 snaps.
2: I really, we go back to all the measures for the week and you try to gauge the way the score is going to go. That's what we're doing when we talk about the race to a number. I keep going back to the health of all of the players. I go through each segment group and I say, "Okay, where are we at on the defensive line?" Well, Fabian Love, it you you kind of kind of get him tuned up for this game. That's what those twenty-five snaps yeah. were. He played pretty well. Uh, verse same thing, right? You're building to a place. Linebacker, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, you, you I haven't heard anything yet. But looked like you had a couple of issues there, but I I worry that behind the starters, and we've done this all year long, you have guys that, that don't make plays. And, and and even the starters in that secondary, we know, are not ball hawks. So everything stays in front of them. You know, they're yeah. sort of just vanilla. It's nothing elite, and and that's why. What did we – uh, did you watch the Fuller press
3: conference yesterday?
1: Yes, yes I did. Well, Ira, I haven't talked to you about it. We're doing a show, Ira. I just want to tell you, that Henry, uh, Henry Parrish – who uh, he's going to get to the bottom running of the back? Score. He actually, his father's a Florida State fan. Oh, all right. But he transferred from Ole Miss. I didn't back know to Roscoe Miami. Parrish
3: was a Florida State fan. After the Stanford <laughs> Samuels hit, that <laughs> seems, <laughs> weird. It, it, it <laughs> seems weird. It in fact is not. It's not Henry Senior. Okay, all right. So, anyway, I just want to ask um, What what did we think of uh, Fuller's press Adam
1: Fuller's explanation oh, on the, the, the Georgia Tech the, uh,
3: touchdown on the first play, where he says he's a, he empowers his players
1: yeah. to make
3: decisions on their own, and so it was
1: that bunch formation, yeah. and one of the DBs didn't – you know, there's either obvious miscommunication between the DBs and they let the guy score a 30-yard touchdown, in third and 13. Familiar refrain. So, the way he explained it was, you know, we give them – We I, I don't want to take away the freedom of my defensive backs. I want them to have ownership in it. Autonomy, almost, so it, to
3: make their own calls. It
1: sounds like they decide amongst themselves who's got what. Like, because there's principles to who's going to take Correct. what area. Correct, are very
2: strict principles, Sarah. And so they
1: decide who's going to do what. But I think it's – I think they get some – It makes me think maybe they get some leeway as to who gets what area. I don't know for sure. Or he was just completely covering for the players. I think he was completely covering for the players, which coaches do. I'm not saying he's not the first to ever do that. You You wouldn't like to think that it's totally their call. Yeah, it seems you'd like, correct. You'd prefer. Yeah, yeah. I would correct a
2: <laughs> guy
3: that gets paid a lot of money to maybe tell him, this is, this is exactly what you do on this This place.
2: is what we do. These are our principles. This is not a gray area where yeah, y'all yeah, just kind of yeah. – Willy-nilly it's decide. It's like
3: improv. Y'all just decide. <laughs> uh, yes, and. Just yeah, take, yeah. you decide. Now you decide. Now see yeah. if you're on the same page. No, and
2: most defensive coordinators, unless they have a real veteran group that has proven time and again they're yes. capable of making those kinds of weighty decisions in the moment, and that ain't this right, group. Right, that's not this so, group. So, no, man. I think you, you – have principles. That when, uh, is this 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 discussion
3: centered around communication issues. Yeah. We'll be discussing this again at the end of the well, year. Well, but also I think if they lose this game on but, Saturday night, that will be the reason because you are going to gift wrap a touchdown or two to Miami. Right. That's the only way they can score enough points to stay with you, I think, is to give them, like you gave Clemson, a gift wrap touchdown on a sixty yard easy throw. Um you can't do that against a bad offense. You just can't. So if you, you know... If, if yeah, you make, can them hurt it. make them go yeah. down the field for eighty yards and twelve, they're gonna but have then, bad plays and then third and eighteen
1: you're off the field. But that gets to my other earlier question. So now do you play too high and keep everything in front of you and just wait for them to make mistakes? I assume that's or what do you you'll force do. the issue? I, I think that's exactly what they'll do.
2: Okay. And I and I and that's they play that pretty standard. That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. uh,
1: they don't force many
3: mistakes, but they don't give up a ton of I mean they're twenty third or whatever they are in total defense. Well, I mean, they're they're the, fine. You know, they don't make a lot of they don't make a ton of plays. But they don't give up. And, that, a ton of and that's plays.
1: what worked against LSU, honestly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it should work Saturday as long as you don't give up a free 70-yard touchdown. And where they
1: have gotten to your point earlier, where they've gotten into some trouble is when they play good quarterbacks. Good quarterbacks take, take advantage,
2: that's right. And who are patient and don't panic, um, and whose offensive lines can pick up pressure when you choose to overload. Now we we pretty much only have success when we decide to overload. Uh, and and that—that's overwhelming. Light. That's overwhelming some folks something. out here. But oh, are you kicking stuff in there, man? Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's time for us to break anyhow. So I'm gonna—I'll double check that you're not get, ruining it. It's already but time for another
3: break. That can't it's, be, right? We're doing
2: four this hour instead oh, okay. of my our standard just babbling on. We're doing—we're okay, we're doing—we're do, supposed to always have four, but I break the
3: rules, guys. Like the renegades we are. How do I do that with my foot? I, I don't understand how I did that with my. Foot.
1: We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna—we're gonna get some the staff. Good, yeah. Good being here. Some of headlines: 93.3 Real
2: Talk Radio War Chat TV continues. In a moment
1: hey headliners and elite headliners it's Ira here and it's time to talk Shopify as you remember a couple years ago we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world that's you but we had no idea where to get started Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use Shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business whether you're a startup working out of your man cave, or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you wanna grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com warchant, all lowercase. That's Shopify.com slash WarChant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to Shopify.com slash WarChant.
0: Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WarChant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Shofell, and Corey Clark.
2: You know sports and you pick winners all the time. Why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests for all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Bet on the NFL, the NCAA, or swing for the fences with the brand-new money bag. The MyBookie money bag is one-of-a-kind opportunity to spin to crazy odds on props and futures. Just place your bet, spin the wheel, get ready to score epic odds on the best teams, athletes, and events. Sign up free today. Use promo code WARCHANT. Claim a deposit match, any amount, up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code WARCHANT to claim your deposit bonus and give yourself a competitive edge. It's not just a sports book. It's a community bet. Anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. There you go, boys.
1: Professional read. You guys want to do this next time? No, 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 we're good. We enjoy watching you. I I feel like I'm cheering you on internally. (laughs) He's gotten through a lot of these lines
2: so far. Let's see if he can finish it 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 off. Don't screw it
3: up. We're live. We're live. Don't screw it up.
2: On SiriusXM, they have you do several of those on the PGA Tour, and I'm always like, man – a nation's listening. I can't. Bro- I can't screw this up. I feel different. Like these are my people. Locally, mm. we're okay. They'll yeah, forgive right.
1: me. But when the nation, I'm like, who's this guy? It's this guy's more, screwing up our our libraries. Yeah, yeah.
3: ratcheted up a notch. Yeah, you tough. Uh, you it's asked tough.
1: about the health of the team. One mm-hmm. thing we did not mention was that uh, Trayshawn Ward was back more active yes. again this week. Uh, he last week he came out to practice. Some today he was out there. Some today. Mike Norvell didn't give us a clear indication. It's basically kind of wait and see how he looks. Uh, in time for this Saturday, but it's good that he he's back out there. Not that they've been lacking at running back. Trey Benson and Lawrence Tofili both look good, other than the fumbles from LT. Um, but it would be it would certainly be good to have Warren. Tell you what, him.
3: man, Trey Benson's an interesting guy because uh, there he can are, drive you nuts and also make you really excited. There are times yeah. where he yep. gets run They there hasn't been a running back here that has players bounce off mm. his legs. Mm. Since like Sammy, Sammy Smith, Smith is man. What I, was yeah. Thinking, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what he runs like. There's guys that go flying into well, the Greg, sideline. Greg Jones had people. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, but, but he way. didn't. <laughs> I don't think Greg like got to top end speed as quick as Trey yeah. Benson does. There's yeah, some tre- stuff. Greg there. was a
1: little more lumbering. Yeah, but holy degree, especially moly, especially after the
3: ACL. So Trey, but uh, yeah. Trey Benson does those things where you're like, good grief, man, this guy's going to play in the league for ten years, and then there's. I don't know, every fifth run. He
1: falls over his he, own two he feet. He trips
3: over his own yeah. feet or tiptoes into the back of a lineman or something. It's like if he can just hit that, if he can well, get yeah. that. If um, he can do
1: that, then he's Ricky Williams. You yeah. Know, yeah, Ricky Williams. I like that my, my, reference. Nice That's nice, reference, Cyrus. My, That's nice,
3: without the dreads. But, yeah, but he's – He's got a lot to him, right?
2: No, I like him a lot. Uh, it, he does frustrate you, though, because yeah. you see the glimpses of a domination, uh, a dominating back, but you also see times it's where like the turf all monster these... gets him for no reason. So and...
3: Trey Benson obviously is a very good, I think, a very good college football player, or too. can be. Yeah. Johnny Wilson is. Micah Pittman's a good college player. Mm-hmm. They all have a little bit of holes, though, which is why mm-hmm. you see why they were probably in the portal. Like, Johnny's had but, some drops. Right. Pittman doesn't get the best separation in the world sometimes. Benson doesn't run. All the time at 100%. But, man, they all flashed some immense potential.
2: We've all covered elite-level teams, national championship teams, teams that have all 22 starters go to the NFL. Your George Bulldogs currently possess this kind Mm. of talent. When you see those teams, those are the ones that are winning national championships. When you're climbing, as they say here, you've got holes on your roster and you don't have game changers. You've got good players.
1: And you're just building to that. Brian Moore in the chat says, don't forget about Wilder. Look, James Wilder probably didn't fulfill what people thought when he signed as a five-star prospect. Correct. But that run at Virginia Tech. It was a big one. I he mean, ran to the yeah, wrong though. hole, and which is why he had gets, to drag he, somebody. In but. the backfield, I'm thinking, oh, man, they're done. And he just plowed that dude. And I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: he had that run against Clemson in 12, too, yeah, where he yeah, carried, yeah. carried half, a bunch of guys. Carried half the defense. That was a Greg jones s run. But well, to that uh, point, so Florida State, yeah, I, I think game changers, they don't have high-level elite NFL talent. No, you don't see anybody on that
2: roster that changes the scoreboard like that.
3: But they have good college football players at at Mm -hmm. a variety of different positions. The next step, in my opinion, when you talk about why this game is so important, you've got to start getting... First and second round NFL draft picks on this yes, roster. Correct. Well, that's special, to get you where you want to go. Special, special players. Well, uh, they, they hope a Williams is there. Yeah. Yeah. Started. So that's. Yeah. But they are in the portal. If you can find those, they're not as readily available in the portal now. You because I mean they're leaving a school for a reason. But man, that's the when you see what this offense is doing, and if you imagine it with even better players, first round picks at three or four different positions,
1: man, that's something. I love it. Can I just get? I was just trying to get this in. The one thing I would say to Corey's point, though, is you got to give this offensive staff a lot of credit because they have some players who are not complete players. And at their previous schools, those schools did not get the best out of them. man. But Mike Norvell has found the ways to accentuate what they do well in his offense. And it's it's an offense for playmakers. Ira. It's a, it's a yeah. cool thing to see. <laughs> and they're, they're an, <laughs> an iconic yeah. brand. And yeah. imagine being an Arizona because
3: State fan and seeing what Johnny Wilson has become. You got to be pissed. But I that was probably was Oregon, in but, disarray anyhow. But that's what I mean. Oregon fans coaching. are okay.
1: When you have you know what these guys yes. can do well, put them in positions to do what they do well, minimize their weaknesses. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. So that's why we have these nuanced
2: discussions about what Mike is, what the staff is, what the program is, what the expectations are, right? Because on the one hand, we can constantly point out this is good, this is good, they're doing this well, but this continues to happen, this continues to happen. And that's part of that growing up process when you watch a program go from being bad to pretty good yeah. to good to elite. And you know we're all going to argue about what phase they're in of that development it changes week to week. You have good halves, bad halves, good games, bad games. We're like, man, look, this can't continue to happen. But it did happen, and they just won by a gazillion. That's a good sign. They're both fair things to say, and that's kind of to our text exchange. I mean, on the one hand, I'm tired of seeing the same mistakes, especially after a bye week. On the other hand, they're good enough now that they can make those mistakes and just beat somebody's ass.
1: Yeah. Senseless. Yeah. You know, where you're yeah. like, well – well, I mean, some of, the, some of the numbers of this team are incredible. I mean, the the stats, you know, the stats about you know having the 375 yard passer, 100 yard rusher, 100 yard receiver in one game. Like you could say, okay, what's well, an arbitrary stat? Well, it's only happened three times in school history, and one was with Winky at quarterback, and one was with Ward at quarterback. Mm. There, this offense hasn't. This teams averaged. Are pretty good. This offense hasn't. Tom Block tweeted a stat out that they haven't produced. You know, this offense is higher is producing at the highest level since 2000. The only team that's produced at this level in terms of yards per play and yardage is the 2013 team. So, again, this is this team is functioning at a very high level. There are some little things here and there, but you can't ignore the big improvements that are – I mean, we covered a team for years – they couldn't get out of their own way on offense. yeah. So you need to appreciate that as well.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think that's always the battle. It's the constant battle with inward and, and then also with how we talk about it on the air because we don't always want to just present the good things. We can acknowledge right. there are bad things, but we don't always just want to present the bad things and not acknowledge all the good yeah. things. It's it's a tough balance, and it just depends on what you're looking for going into a game, but we're all looking for wins. And so if they get those and they begin to pile them up on this stretch, ain't nobody going to be complaining. It's interesting, I and mean, we only got about a minute left in this hour before we're headliner questions, but you were talking about you would be disappointed if they finished four and one in the five game stretch. I I would be. I would be, but I also am going to tell you that if they finish eight and four, I'm not mad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's all weird. Right. You know, it's yeah. like,
3: I, it, the only well, thing I'm mad at is the Raleigh. I'm still mad about Raleigh. And, and i will always be. be we, mad about well, Raleigh. we're still mad about several of the trips to well, yes, Raleigh. Yeah. And, yeah I'm this still mad about 10 years ago. But, Me
1: too. But from a big picture standpoint, again, when you think about where this program is, I think. I think we made all think that Clemson's probably the trajectory is a little downwards. Probably downward a little bit. At least plateaued. And it it could be and it could be going further south. We'll see how that plays out. Florida, Miami, you have an advantage on them right now where you are. So this is a window. This is a window. It's a great opportunity.
2: You've got to seize it. You've got
1: to. And I and that's why through that window, leap through it. Just go crashing
2: through it, buddy. Yeah, start stealing things. Let's go. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment.